You are listening to the Be The Bridge podcast with Latasha Morrison. How are you guys doing today? It's exciting. Each week, Be The Bridge podcast tackles subjects related to race and culture with the goal of bringing understanding. But I'm going to do it in the spirit of love. We believe understanding can move us toward racial healing, racial equity, and racial unity. Latasha Morrison is the founder of Be The Bridge, which is an organization responding to racial brokenness and systemic injustice in our world. This podcast is an extension of our vision to make sure people are no longer conditioned by a racialized society, but grounded in truth. If you have not hit the subscribe button, please do so now. Without further ado, let's begin today's podcast. Oh, and stick around for some important information at the end. Be the Bridge community, I have a special one from you. Now, I cannot believe this person has never been on the Be the Bridge podcast, y'all. Right. She is like, look, she can't even wait. She can't even wait. I've been on her podcast. Um, we are on her network. <laughs> And I have for you a special treat, none other than Annie F. Downs. Hi, Tasha. Uh, yeah, oh, I'm so honored it. to be on here. I know, I know. Listen, this is going to be a good one. We're going to talk about um, some light things, some heavy yep. things, and all the things. And um, But I just want to mention this. I think since the last time I spoke with you, Annie F. Downs is a New York Times bestselling author. <laughs> Ah, Tasha Morrison is a New York Times bestselling yeah, author. But we are, so we are friends. How many boats have York. you gotten to buy? How many, uh, how many soccer teams are you purchasing? You know oh, what it I'm didn't saying? change. It didn't change anything. Yeah, exactly, oh, interesting. Right? interesting. <laughs> That's what everybody, everybody. Realize, it just gets right? a monkey off of our back. Is all it does. It gets That's a monkey off of our back. And everybody we are thinks like, oh my god, then you did that. Then no, it don't work like no. that. <laughs> no, it means we still went to work the next day. <laughs> I actually still live in the same house. I still have to put my own clothes on my body. <laughs> but your new introduction is that's right. a New York Times bestselling author. And my publisher says they can't ever take it away. They say, <laughs> exactly. you, what's, what's a New York Times bestselling author? I can, we don't have to write one other book. Yeah. And that can still be on our tombstone if it, we so choose. Right. It's like the Grammys for um, books, right? Yeah, that's right. I mean, it's, it's getting to say I'm Grammy nominated. I'm, I'm a Grammy winner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh and it only goodness. has to work one time. It's only got to work one right? week. What <laughs> one time, one week. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I it love it. It ain't got to last too long. I love it. But, you know, Annie is a sought-after speaker. Um, she has a successful podcast. Um, she also has a successful podcast network that we are on entitled That Sounds Fun. She is engaging, honest. She makes readers and listeners a light feel as they have been friends for a long time. And that's what I love about Annie. She um, is the co-founder of That Sounds Fun Net Network. And so um, she has written several books. And I just want to name just a few of those, okay? Because she has a lot under her belt. I want to be like her when I grow up. The one book is called That Sounds Fun. Yeah. You see, I just like, I'm just like, I like that she gets to write about fun. Like, you see, so I'm going to lift you on this podcast today. Um, yeah. She has multiple best-selling books, including Chase the Fun, 100 Days to Brave, and Remember God. Um, Annie is the friend who will shoot you, who, who will shoot Annie is the friend who will shoot straight with you, remind you that God is good and still managed yeah. to make you laugh in the process. Yeah. And so that is so true. And oh, so thanks, I'm friend. It sure is the goal. To have you on the podcast. So, I mean, there's been a lot happening like in like your life in Nashville. Let's just kind of, yeah, you know, let's, go. let's let's just kind of run down the things. Um, number one, I want to talk about um, something just happened. Um, you were ordained. I want to hear a little yeah. bit about that, what that yeah. means. And, yeah. you know, and I mean, you've already been walking in it, you know. Yeah, thank you. So it's good yeah, to I, see I'm it. happy to no. tell you. I haven't really talked about this anywhere. So exclusive, okay, alert, exclusive alert. for the Be The Bridge <laughs> podcast community. Right. And you know, That's our right. community loves like, you know, they love a little tea. So this is a little here's, tea. This is the but, inside. Yes. Um, <laughs> so here's, I'll back you up just a little bit. Okay. I... I started teaching on Sunday mornings, which uh, for everyone, I'm a female, if you uh, mm -hmm. don't know that by my name. And so I started teaching on Sunday mornings, which was not something I saw growing up. 
I didn't see women teach church on Sunday mornings. And I got invited to start doing that probably in 2016, 2017. And I would just say yes. I never considered not saying yes because I thought, well, this church is bringing me in and they know who they're inviting. They know I'm a female. And But then I started having these conversations with some of our peers and our peers were saying, oh, I say no to those. Oh, I don't do those. And I was like, what? Okay. And so then I kind of had to go on a journey of like, wait, some of the women I really respect in our profession choose not to do this. And, and I had not thought enough about it. Honestly, I was choosing to do it because I love speaking and I think it's so fun. And I love Mm -hmm. talking to dudes. Right. (laughs) Um, And I also think that family can look a lot of ways, but what we know is the healthiest family is led by a mom and a dad who both have a voice. Mm -hmm. And so I was, the family of God should be the same. Mm -hmm. is the family of God should have mothering voices and fathering voices that work together Mm -hmm. to bring the children of the family closer together and closer Mm -hmm. to God. Mm -hmm. And so I did my own research and that's where I ended up was, okay, I feel good about this. I feel good about Sunday mornings, especially when, and this is the only option for me because I haven't planted a church and I don't think I will, but especially (laughs) when someone has invited me into their Uh church family and said, we trust your voice here. Uh So that's how it started. About two and a half years ago now, two of my uh, friends who are younger men in my life, they're like little brothers to me. They got engaged on the same weekend Mm. and they both pretty quickly asked me to perform their weddings. And I was like, what an honor. I have no papers that allow me to do this. <laughs> I was like, and you know, there's all that like from right. watching friends, people think you can just get online and get ordained in, right. you know, eight minutes or whatever. And, and there is a version of that, but I thought, ah, that's not me. That doesn't mm-hmm. work for me. So I went to our pastors at, I go to Cross Point Church in Nashville. And yeah. so I went to our pastors and I said, Hey, I, I have these opportunities. Tell me, tell me where we are on this. Tell me what, how I do this. What do you think? And And Pastor Doug, who runs kind of the pastoral training and ordination track at our church, kind of said, okay, it starts like this. You take this class for a year. So Tasha, you know our schedules. Oh my gosh. And they're like, it's every other Tuesday for an entire school year. And you have to be at church and it's an hour and a half. And I was like, I will never have time to do this. <laughs> but the same is true when people say, I don't have enough money to have kids. Yeah. I'll never be able to go back to school. Yeah. I'll never be able to get a second job. You're like, right. nope, when you, ha- when you do it, you do it. Right. You just right. make it work. And so for a year, I made it work. We read about 10, but I mean, it's a seminary type class. We read about 10 books on theology and talked about it. And so yeah. at the end of that class, I had my licensure. So at that okay. point, I can do weddings and funerals. And honestly, Tosh, that's where I was going to stop. Yeah. Because I was like, I'm not trying to be Reverend AFD, you know? <laughs> I ain't trying to be out here with a label. I'm just trying to do these weddings legally and sign uh-huh. my name, you know? Right. And and at the end of the first year, your second year is the ordination year. Okay. And the pastor, Doug, just kind of started asking me. We started talking about it. And then I went to Israel with some of our church. Okay. And particularly, it was some older people from our church, just older than me. I'm in my mm-hmm. 40s. They were in their 50s and 60s. And we were baptizing in the Jordan River, Tasha. Uh-huh. And I, it was me and one of our pastors were, there were two sets of us baptizing our team. Okay. And the Lord and I just had this moment mm. where the Lord was like, you think every time you get on stage, you have to fight to be respected and you have mm. to fight to win, particularly the men's um, respect. Mm-hmm. I'm showing you, you are fighting for something you have and you are wasting energy. Mm. And I was like, oh, 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 I need to finish this process because mm. the reason I'm not finishing it when I got real honest with myself, Tasha, now we're having like coffee mm. talk, like people uh-huh. are hearing right, this. Right, right, right. Now I'm telling look, you, look, this I'm is- like, I'm like getting my tea right here, okay? That's it, that's it. This is tea for real. I wasn't, I didn't have this language at the time, but what I've understood in the last year is I didn't want to finish ordination because I didn't want people to not like me if they didn't agree with it. Mm. And I didn't want to cause a stir that wasn't necessary. And I didn't want people to say, well, I know she preaches on Sunday and I know she's a pastor, but I still don't trust her or respect her Mm -hmm. or whatever. I wasn't willing to take that risk, but I didn't have those words. I just knew I didn't want to do it. It felt like too much work. It was, so then I decided to do it. And what you have to do at Crosspoint is it is a paper you write that is 20 pages, Tasha. I mean, it is like, 
thousands of words. Wow. And you go through the 10 core beliefs of Crosspoint Church and you mm. have to defend them. And you have to defend them using scripture and using the books we read. So it's like a thesis yeah. that you write. Right. People, someone else asked me, you know, a lot of people who actually get their like doctorates and their masters, they publish their thesis. And I was like, nobody cares about this. <laughs> like, <laughs> this isn't interesting. I mean, it's beautiful because uh -huh. it's why is God, God? And why uh -huh. is the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit? And what's the Trinity? Uh -huh. And what do we believe about service? And uh -huh. I mean, it's a beautiful concept, but nobody wants to read me defending the 10 <laughs> cross point, you know, wow. beliefs. And then Tasha, you have to gather a council, an ordination council. And Pastor Doug gave, gives you like the six seats you have to fill through people at cross point. So like a lead pastor, a campus pastor, an elder, a member at large. And so you have to kind of fill, you have to fill those seats. You have to get everybody together, including Pastor Doug for two and a half hours. And you have to defend your paper. Mm, wow. So you sit there and they and they've they have to have a couple of weeks with your paper before the meeting. Okay. So they all came to my office and I bribed them with donuts and coffee and forgetting our church was on a fast so nobody ate anything because they were all fasting. I was like, Jesus. <laughs> I was trying you to bribe y'all. Right y'all are here being spiritual. <laughs> I'm trying to get you to eat some sugar. Okay. And um and so Tosh, the interesting thing is for like the first 90 minutes, mm -hmm. I defended my paper. They would say, hey, what about this part? And what about this part? And what do you think scripture really says about this? Mm -hmm. And then we took about a 10 minute break. And then Tasha, they came back and they're like, tell us about how you use your money. Tell mm. us about who you confess to. Wow. Tell us about who knows what's going on. I mean, one of the questions was, will, is there anything we could hear about you from anyone else that uh -huh. you haven't confessed to someone. Wow. I mean, because they're not playing, right? Yeah, they're just not yeah, handing this, this stuff good. out. Right, right. They're right. like, if you're going to be called a pastor in our church, we need to know. Someone That's said to good. me after my ordination, they said, once a pastor, always a pastor, which you hear stuff like that. But they said, <laughs> once a pastor, always a pastor, everywhere a pastor. Mm. And that like, I mean, it gives me goosebumps saying it to you because wow. it it means that I'm accountable everywhere wow. to God and to Crosspoint and wow. to my leadership there in a new way. Wow. And in the middle of this, I forgot to tell you this part. I'm almost done. In the middle of this, I realized, what am I agreeing to? <laughs> wow. <Okay. laughs> so I emailed Pastor Doug and I'm like, hey, 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 I'm halfway through my paper, but what does this mean? Wow. Like, what am I actually saying? I understand the title, but what mm -hmm. am I saying? And he says, all ordination is, is saying to God, I will serve you with my life. I will do ministry with my life through this particular vehicle. Mm. So in the Baptist church, the men who are pastors in the Baptist church have said, I will be a, I will do ministry forever through a Baptist. So whether that's student life or whether that's Lottie, Lottie Moon, the, the, ministry, the missionary stuff, or whether right. that's a pastor at a local church, right? Mm -hmm. Well, when you're a non-denominational church, it, there aren't other options. And so it's like, hey, for as far as I can see, and in a, in a season of the world, Tasha, where, it is really easy to church hop. You know this. I mean, yeah. a church says something you don't like and you're out. Or yeah. you're, all your friends leave and go somewhere else because everybody's going somewhere else and right. you go somewhere else. Right. And so I've just had to take this. We've had some really painful things happen in our church. You you know these stories with mm -hmm. me, but where we've had pastors who made terrible choices and not only yeah. damaged themselves and their families, but damaged all of us. Mm. And it feels so easy to go across town. <laughs> It feels so easy to pick the other church that everybody right. goes to. Right. And the the thing I felt the Lord whisper to me and, and affected my decision to get ordained at Crosspoint was, hey, if this was 200 years ago and there was one town in this church, what would you do? Mm. And you stay and you fix it. Yeah. This is your community. You stay and you fix it. And so until God tells me to do something else, my call is to stay and to be right. a part of what God's doing at Crosspoint versus this is hard and this is hard and I don't agree with this person and therefore I'm mm, out. That's mm. not everybody's call and there are certainly times where you have to move on. I mean, Carlos Whitaker and I talk about this a lot because yeah. we were in Crosspoint together in 2016 when our mm. pastor left and Carlos's family felt called to go somewhere else and I felt called to stay mm. and our and our, both of our obediences have been honored by God. Right. And and so so that's the ordination story. So then about a, a so oh sorry. So you finish the interview where they are like 
lifting up the corners of the rug. I mean, they are not letting anything go unseen. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then they write up a report, turn it into the elders, and then the elders vote and it has to be unanimous. Oh and I don't God. know why, Tasha. I'll never know, I hope. But it took them two months. I don't know why. Oh it took them two meetings. I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah. I don't oh want to know why the elders gosh. took two months to vote. I don't know what happened the first month, whether I never, whether they never got to me or someone was dissenting. But it took two months of voting before wow. I got it back. So, uh, and it was really kind. The the um, the head elder called me, and you know, I just cried on the phone because I thought I, five years ago I didn't. I was wrestling with. I mean, twelve years ago, Christine Kane and I, and she and I talked about this on when she was on my podcast. Uh-huh. Chris and I had a really long conversation about whether women could be pastors. So this is wow. a decade long journey for me. Wow, and wow. um. So it's, I'm honored. I will not change my title publicly. I, people aren't yeah. going to have to introduce me that no, way. You're not the Reverend, um, Reverend No, <laughs> no, but I hope when people start sending me wedding invitations and stuff, it's like the right Reverend Annie F. Downs. Please, please now wedding invitations change. Oh but God. don't change me on your phone. Don't change me on okay. your phone. But it is an honor, right? I mean, yeah. to, to serve God like that and for right. your church to trust you, male or female. Yeah. For your church right. to say, we have found that you serve God in a way that we trust you to lead us right. is no joke, man. I mean, that is no joke to me. I take it. I, I mean, once a pastor, always a pastor, everywhere a pastor. Yeah. I, um, I remember this is, you know, when you're, I'm listening to you tell this, the, you know, this story and, you know, um, in the black church is a, a, a bit different, you know, uh-huh. um, I know denominationally, um, but I, I became a Christian in college and I, and yeah. I, um, I became a Christian up under a, um, a female pastor. So oh, wow, that is yeah. all I knew. And so it wasn't until I know she didn't get invited to different places, but yeah. I didn't really understand that until I was a little bit older, having seen, I've had, had always seen, um, one of my best friends, her, her, her past, her dad was a pastor and they were, um, apostolic, like Pentecostal. Yeah. And so you saw women. So I always seen yeah. my aunt is a minister. So I've yeah. always seen it. So it wasn't until really <laughs> stepping into predominantly, um, white church, you know, yeah. that I actually, um, was like, oh, this is a thing. Like, oh, yeah. you know, and so even as you're explaining to me and you're like, you're like, you know, I was afraid of what people were going to think, the fear. And that's a lot yeah. of things that stifle us is the fear of what other people yes. are going to think. And, mm-hmm. you know, but like, this is part of God's calling for your life. I look at that even yeah. with this work that, you know, I do like, I care about yeah. what people think. And so for me to even be doing something like this, where you walk in a room and people may not Oof. like you, you know, I know or, you know, or the, the heart, you know, I, I was like, I'm so glad to talk about that. That sounds fun because <laughs> like, you know, you have, to, we Lighten deal up. with the heavy yeah. things. Yeah. You That's know, right. you deal That's with right. the heavy things, but I want to say, um, Congratulations. Um, well you. done. Um, good and faithful servant. Now, I'm not like Thank doing your you. eulogy or anything. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got about 60 you know, more of these you know before we do a eulogy. But, but um, thank you. you. Know, that means a and, lot, Tasha. And those who are listening, um, if you have a problem with it, you know, keep it to yourself. That's okay. You don't want to hear it. Yeah, you know? I mean, that's... Your lane is d- your the lane. Day we, yeah, the day we put it on Instagram, yeah. like 500 people unfollowed me. Yeah. And that is so okay yeah. because we are all... If you love Jesus, yeah. we are going to get to heaven and we are going to be friends. And if exactly. my... If what my church and my denomination believes is right for women doesn't match yeah. what you believe, go serve God the way you yes. want to. Like that is fine. Like Tell that doesn't hurt my feelings. Yeah. It, it, Tell them with a smile. Way- yeah, like listen, this is this was a journey for me too. Yes. I hope I'm now part yeah. of your journey of whether of what you the way you want to serve God. And and so it is, you know, it's gonna be to me, it's not a friendship maker or breaker. It, but yeah. if it is for other people, I totally get it. I totally get it. Yeah, it's gonna encourage women that may be on the fence about it or um yeah. or, or or have that same desire and that call. I mean, I've, yeah. I've I, I see it in people, you know, yeah. and so I'm yeah. glad to see 
see you um, able to walk it out and that you're in a community of people that um, is lifting that up in you. Yeah. Um, and so and isn't it funny because we have one side of our group of friends who are like, what? And like passing uh, out over it, you know, and the other uh-huh. side's like, we've had uh, women leaders since always. Yeah, so yeah. It's, it's congratulations, question mark. I mean, it's, it's just so it's interesting. And, and, and like you're saying, the way you grew up in it and the way I grew up in it totally affects how we get where we yeah. are, which yeah. is true for ev- all the work you do. Yeah. But man, I, I it, it makes me grateful for my friends who I'm running alongside with like you who go like, yeah, this is how we do it. Yeah. Now, now you're a baby at this. So get yeah. ready because we got some teenagers and some grandmas and some some adults over here that you can actually learn from because you've done this for six weeks. Yeah. So. Yeah. And that was yeah. important for me, even as I was looking for seminaries, like to yeah. make sure that they believe in this type of path, you know? And yes, I mean, cause this yes. is another thing This I don't talk about it a lot, but this is another, like, it's probably up there when I start talking about biblical justice, like, you know, yeah. it's, it's up there. And I just, it's just hard. Like I can't focus on all the lines and the sands that we draw, you know? I and know. I, I just, I just know, but I know without a shadow of a doubt that Jesus doesn't love you any less because you're yes. okay. <laughs> I'm yeah, like, that's right. You know, nor more. Like, he doesn't love me more. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's right. You know, that's and right. So, um, so I'm so happy for you. And I mean, and Thank I know you. this comes at a time too. You guys have had um, just a lot happening in Nashville. Can you believe it? You know? I know. I mean, like, oh my goodness. And um, <laughs> I, I actually, you know, I was talking to someone. Someone said, "If you could live somewhere else, where would you live?" Live. And um, it Come on wait, up wait, here. Wait a minute. You don't want. Oh, what yeah. I would say, I love the D um, M V area, like Maryland, yeah. Washington, Virginia yeah. area, and then that second place probably would be Nashville. I love. You know, I Lindsay Nobles and I would lose our minds if you were here. <laughs> I know. I know, I know, I know. I was like, I love Nashville is so cute. It has, it has yeah. a vibe. It has a little yeah. vibe. And you know, vibe. I grew up in Atlanta, and so a lot of what I'm experiencing in Nashville now. I've been here uh, almost 15 years. Okay, and it is, it is. There's a lot of Atlanta that is reminding me of what's happening in Nashville now. You know, we've got NFL. We've got, we kind of yeah. mix Nashville. I'm sorry. We kind of miss it, mix Atlanta and Athens, Georgia. Okay. We're like, everything's like 20 minutes away, 15 okay. minutes away. Okay. And there's great local stuff, but also we have traffic and also we have an airport and yes. also we have the NFL. <laughs> yes. Yes. And see, that's the difference. That's the difference about, I like living in a city that has yeah. like football and basketball, like yeah. professional ones. Like college yeah. ones are great, but I like right. the professional, like the option of it. And, yeah, that's right. You want to know that the Hawks the are there. That's right. Like that. That's right. That's right. I hear <laughs> so you. It's good. So I know there's just been a lot of, you know, heavy things happening there, yeah. you know, and I know that really um, touched you with the, um, the, um, incident that happened at Covenant School, Covenant School you know, yeah. and I know like you have your mini BFFs, you know, yeah. and, and you could tell everybody, maybe tell our audience what your mini BFFs are yeah. and then um, just talk about like how um, this like impacted you personally, yeah. what just happened in, at the Covenant yeah. School that we're still praying for. Thank you. So not being married yet and not having my own kids yet, I did not realize this was going to happen until about 10 years ago when my best friend started having kids. And I was like, oh, you're just birthing new friends for me. I had no idea. I had no idea this was going to happen. It has been the most fun. And so that's who I call my mini BFFs or like the tiny version of my friends. I'm like, well, I love your parents. So of course I'm going to like you. You're great. And oh, and so I'm I'm very lucky and so blessed. I mean I don't use this slightly. I'm so blessed to have a bunch of kids in my life uh-huh. that are my friends' kids, and a lot of those kids go to Covenant School, mm. and um, I'm friends with parents who lost children that day, and mm. it. I, I mean Tasha, I, when I tell you I've never felt anything like when that first text came through that there was a shooter at the school. I mean I we were we were all like. Wait, are, do you mean Covenant? Like, also, I, I I don't know if you've seen this in the news, but Covenant Church and Covenant School are on yeah. the top of a hill hidden yeah. away. Like, mm-hmm. it's not easy to find, which right. we know of the shooter. She did not have to work hard to find it because right. she was she a student there. there before. But yeah. it just isn't, it It made no sense. It made no mm. sense. And um, so, I, I mean, that day, you know, you just don't think you're ever going to know Mm-hmm. anyone in a school shooting. Yeah. You just think it is so far away. 
mm-hmm. and you think I and you hate it. I mean, you hate it every yeah. time, and and you mourn with them, but you mourn with them for thirty five minutes yeah. because your life moves on and you have dinner plans. But man, I can't believe that. I mean, you mm-hmm. know, I think back to uh, Sandy Hook, and my TV yeah. was on all day, right? Yeah. And you're just sick. You're absolutely sick about it. And yeah, and Vivaldi. And Uvalde, yeah. my gosh. Barclay. I mean, just you yeah. watch all those and you and and then it is like kids that you know and yeah. you have about a 90 minute window where you're not sure mm. who's alive and who isn't. Yeah. And I just have, I mean, Tasha, I, I, when I tell you, I mean, I'm my hand is on my chest because that's where my anxiety yeah. is. I, I mean, I just have never... I've never felt anything like that. I hope yeah. I don't never feel. I'm, we're yeah. doing all we can to make sure we never feel anything like that yeah. again in the state of Tennessee. Um, yeah. But it is um, it is a long trauma mm. tragedy. Yeah. I mean, the news has moved on besides clickbaity yeah. things yeah. of yeah. certain things coming out so and what quick. the police are doing and all that. Yeah. yeah, but it is our everyday, Tosh. Yeah. I mean, it is yeah. my actual everyday that we mm-hmm. are... Families are still getting meals taken to them because yeah. the kids are all still... Tasha, across the school, kids are all still sleeping in one bedroom with their parents. Yeah. I mean, there are... The, the, the trauma. Is, the, and and, and tra- oh. trauma is... You hold it in your body. It's generational. Yes. Like, the impact... Like, we don't even understand the impact of these things, like, years and decades from now, what our children are experiencing, you know? And it's like, they deserve better. They deserve yes. better. They deserve it's better. just... It's just unbelievable that there are people in the world who would walk into a school mm. where the children are children and and yes. intend harm. And yeah. it is also unbelievable that it is as easy as it is. Yeah. And um, so I thank God for the teachers and the leadership at Covenant. They, I mean, the police mm. have said this is a textbook how you handle it and mm. and we lost six really important people and i thank god that it wasn't more i'm so sorry i mean I, i'm you know mm. the devastation of these families who lost yeah. their children is you just I couldn't uh, even imagine i couldn't i couldn't even and imagine. i mean the wild thing tasha is this will never not be part of my life now this yeah. will forever i mean this we will never move yeah. on from, from i it. mean we will we will yeah but the we'll world never have will Hallie move on, but back. when it impacts yes. you, your personal we'll never life, have those your friendships, back. yeah, yes. you, like the the I, I was just even thinking about the the shooting that was recent in Texas, like two sisters, yes. two sisters, an entire yes. family, like you know we're gonna like the world will move on, but that family is gonna feel that for the rest of their lives, like um, yes. you know I I think about um, even with like you know I was. I, Bernice King, I know her, and yeah. you know, she, you know, gun violence like impacted her family like twice, yes. you know, yes. and you know her grandmother and her father, and it's like you know he was a public figure to us, but to her that was her dad, and she lost him at five years old, and that's something she carries and fights for even today. Like you never yeah. like move on from that. Anybody you know that has lost a loved one, like that's something that's that that. Um, you carry with you, you know, you yeah. can, you can yeah. heal, you can heal, but that's something that is forever in your, your memory, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so I'm, you know, I, I, I saw that and I, you know, I thought about, you know, your mini BFFs, like yeah. um, one of the things that she does is she reads to them. She has several books, yeah. um, children's <laughs> books um, about them, but I love how you have embraced that um, because like, for me, and I wasn't even planning to talk to you about this, but like as a single woman with no kids also, um, like my friend's kids, and I, when you said that, I never knew that was why you called the mini BFFs. Yeah, yeah. But like my friend's kids, I'm Auntie Tasha to like yeah. all my, you know, either auntie or godmother. I'm like, everybody's godmother. Yeah. You know, that's a big thing yeah, in the yeah, um, yeah. African-American community. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, you know, but like, you know, even my goddaughter sent me like a Mother's Day, um, you know, yeah. text with pictures yeah. of us in it and you know and um like oh, I at can't her wait till wedding. I get old enough to have phones I know awesome. at her wedding like she wanted me I walked down like behind her mom and I'm like oh, what Tasha. and it was like so I got to experience like all of these things that I yes. never thought I would experience and I didn't yes. really know how much that meant to me until that moment and yes. I was like wow I didn't know that 
I needed this, yes. <laughs> you know? And, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. families loving singles and letting singles be part of the village. Yeah. Of, right? So even like on Mother's Day, yeah. four of my mom friends, that the way, what we do in our community is that the dads keep the kids for okay. the afternoon of Mother's okay. Day okay. and all the moms go hang out together. Okay. And they invite me along. Oh, Right? Because they're like, it. come on. I'm like, well, yeah. yeah, my schedule is clear. So yeah, I'm very available to you. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it, it is... I hope when I get married and if I have kids that I will remember how much it matters mm. to single people. I, it happened last night at a soccer match. One of my really good friends was there and her husband's going on the road. Uh-huh. And I said, um, well, just call us and let us come down and eat dinner with you. Like, we'll come down and help. And she was like, I forget that people want to be around my kids right? because, because I'm with them all day and I'm tired <laughs> and I forget y'all drive 20 minutes. I'm like, we love this. Oh, we love this. We get right. to... And so I, it, village life is the life for me. And yeah. I'm just so thankful for yeah. it. And, you know, even in, you know, the, the morning after the shooting at the Covenant School, I'm over at one of the family's houses and I'm like hugging the children. I mean, I am like not right. letting them go. Right. And a friend was over who I know pretty well. I mean, I know his parents really well, but he's 10, you know? Yeah. And next thing I know, I kissed him on the head and I was like, oh Lord, I don't know him that well. So I like text his mom and I'm like, hey, I love your son. But I was real wrapped up in the, I'm thankful that everybody's here moment. And I, and so, and she was like, Annie, you're allowed to kiss my kids on the head whenever you want to. Oh, man. I <laughs> but love I was like, that. it's good to talk about that. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I love, I love, you know, I think you're um, such a bright spot. Like, I appreciate, um, you know, what you do. I remember um, in 20, I think it was, yeah, 2021, um, you invited me to do, like, you were doing like a tour. <gasps> You were doing yeah, like Dollywood. At Dollywood. And um and 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 I was like, it was like, you know, I just my father had just passed, like all these yeah. things that happened. I said, I I would love some fun, you know. And I remember going there and I was thinking, like, first of all, nobody in Annie's Annie's audience, my audience, um, I'm not sure. And uh-huh. then it was like, oh my God, there were a lot of be the bridgers. And Annie's audience. And uh, who um, was the first one in line to take a picture with you? My mother. Yes. Do you remember my yes. actual mother? Your mother. She has She is the, the president of your fan club. Yes. Yes. She's taking the courses. Yeah. I mean, she is in. Yes. Yeah. I know. I know. And that was like, wow. But we had yeah. such a good time, you know. It was with so that. fun. And so I'm so glad you came. I mean, because I'm I, I love that kind of stuff where yeah. we get to go like we get to yes and the yeah. world. Yeah. So yes, we had a shooting at Covenant School that will affect us yeah. forever. And we, I, if mm. our group of friends cries every day, we're still crying. Right. Right. And the news isn't talking about it. And last night, the fifth and sixth grade did a performance of Aladdin that was beautiful. Right. right. Like, right. We yes and this. So so yes, in your suffering, I was I wanted to hug you in your suffering and mm. I wanted to put you on roller coasters in yeah, your suffering. Right, right. And give you some moments of laughter too. Right. I think. I think when we, one of the things, one of the reasons I love talking about fun is I get to remind people Mm. what we learned from Inside Out, that movie, is that joy and suffering, joy and sadness actually are brighter together than apart. And so you don't have to pretend like everything's fine. Mm -hmm. And you also don't have to waller, as we say. Right. But feel your feelings. And when the deep sadness is there, lay on your couch. I do too. But we can hold both. 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 If you've been enjoying and learning from the Be the Bridge podcast, we invite you to join us in this work. You can support and sustain our mission as a recurring partner at be the forward slash give. You can also help spread this word of bridge building by supporting and really sporting our apparel. So if you haven't gotten your Be The Bridge hat, sweatshirt, all of the things, let's take the message to the street. Visit our online store at shop.bethebridge.com and make sure we're spreading the word about all the work that Be The Bridge is doing and will do. At Be The Bridge, we're doing the work to empower people and culture toward racial healing, racial equity, and racial reconciliation. And this work is only possible because of the generosity 
of bridge builders like you. So thank you so much for those of you who are listening and sharing our podcast, sharing our posts, those of you who are giving to this work, um, that's helping us create resources and material um, that will transform hearts. Um, So join us at bethebridge.com forward slash give and let's continue to build bridges together. Thank you so much. Some people ask me, they, they're like, you do this work. How do you radiate so much joy? You uh-huh. know, and I think it's the understanding that both can exist. Like I can yes. lament and have joy and, and understanding that. I mean, I feel like a part of my my joy is my resistance and resilience. You know, that, yes. uh, that that's to me, that's the strength that comes from God. Like I, that's when God yes. is real, when in the midst of my sorrow yes. and pain, that I can still say, God is good. Yeah. This is beautiful. That's right. And you that's are exactly great, right. You know, and so yes. I think that's 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 beautiful. And I know you guys did a um a concert that you hosted, yeah. you know. Yeah. So you put action um to yeah. your prayers and yeah, um, that's what and yeah. that was important to me because the parents, what we needed to do, so that we we did a I was invited by the by the people who put it together uh-huh. to host it. And I was like, you want me to try to talk? And the audience was all covenant families and covenant staff and covenant adjacent, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you want me to get up and try to be like me and be funny? <laughs> and yeah. then you have these moments. I'm I know you've had these. I yeah. mean, 2020 was one of these for you. Yeah. I think from my observation where you go like, oh, maybe God made me for this. Mm. Maybe there are going to be six or seven times in my life when I have a self-aware moment in the middle of an activity where I go, mm. oh, he built me thinking of this day. Mm. Mm. And I felt that that day. I felt, yeah. I thought, man, for all the times I've, you know, done a chapel at Covenant School. I mean, I've done a chapel since they have been right. back up, wow. back, back gathering. And, and to gather and let the people hear music so healing. You know this. Yeah. You love yes, it too. Music it is. is so yeah. healing. And and I'll, I'll tell you also, there's a a lot. Don't mess with mamas. Yeah. I mean, if I'm Joe, if I what, yeah. what I really say to you is, don't mess with rich white mamas. I know that's what I because, that's what I'm like. Yes, like the the white women got to get upset yes, so we can do yes. something about this. Come Tasha, on now. Is that not what happened in 2020? Is that I not mean, what, what happened in like, 2020? But we got to make sure you stay upset now. That's we got to right. make sure you stay upset. That's you right. can't get on the sidelines now. That's right. And you so know? so yeah. what has happened is there's an activation of moms in mm. Tennessee that has not happened before. Yeah. And and they are meeting with legislators and they yeah. are pushing for some changes yeah. and they are going like, yeah. this isn't okay. And wow. and it's never been okay. And I'll tell you one of the beautiful things, I think you're going to love this. There was our friend Carlos, Carlos Whitaker did this massive uh-huh. fundraiser mm-hmm. for Covenant mm-hmm. and raised like half a million dollars, something yeah. insane amount of money to help them all yeah, get for therapy. Yeah, therapy. Yeah, therapy. Yeah. Well, once all the money was raised, they realized it was actually significantly more than they needed. And mm. to, and so they started donating some of that to places like Uvalde, mm. to some other communities that so didn't happen yeah. to be in a big city where multiple public yeah. people live. I love that. You know? I love that. And so, I, I mean, that's Carlos, right? Like just... Yeah. Let me help here. We got too much. Let me go help there. Let me go help there. Your moms so, down there are fighting too. Like they're that's like, right. yeah, that, that community that's right. is really um uh, fighting. So I, you know, like pains are never wasted, you know. Yeah, that's and, right, and I Tasha. Feel like, you know, it's you, you only can ignore the masses for for so long. And so right. but we have to keep pushing. We can't give up, you know, even when we feel fearful and paralyzed or you know the I think the enemy will tell you like you, you don't matter or yeah. what you're doing doesn't matter. You keep uh-huh. pushing because That's every right. step gets us closer. And I think about that even in this work that I do. You know, I think about all the people who did not see you know, civil rights or all the people yeah. who did not see, um, you know, freedom and, you know, but they built that bridge so that yes. I could see it. And so yes. I think that's important for everyone. You're not just doing it for your, your children. You're doing it for, um, 
their children, your children's yes. children and their children, yes. you know? And so you may not, I may not reap the benefits of seeing, you know, um, reconciliation. You know, I don't, I don't, I, I know I'm not going to see that in my lifetime, you know, mm. but it doesn't mean that I don't do everything in my power to make sure yeah. that this baton that we leave behind, this bridge that we build helps this next generation, this now generation get a little bit closer. And yep, I right. believe they're going to take it over the finish line. I but, do too. I mean, it's what I get to do with being ordained as well, right? Yeah. Like the privilege yeah. I have of being in a church that ordains me allows me to advocate for people yes. who may not have that privilege. Mm. And so I get to tick off my whole life and go, okay, what areas yeah. am I financially privileged? Am mm. I racially privileged? Am yeah. I religiously privileged? Mm. Am I privileged in how the amount of friendships I have? Mm. Okay. So how can I use that yeah. to help other people find friendship? Like what's it look like? You're building the bridge, Tasha. And how mm. can I pied piper them over the bridge? Mm, mm, you know, and so that's yeah. what that's what that's what the partnership can yeah. look like with people of going like, okay, when it comes to gun control or women in leadership or safety and any kind, mm-hmm. you know, like w- w- to what degree am I privileged and how can I use that? Right, right. And 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 if the honest answer is I'm not, I'm in a church mm. that I am I'm in a church that won't let me, mm. then then. Thank God for people like Tasha who will stand up and teach right. us how we do it, right? Yes, yes. So, so it's just, it's oh, an honest yeah. assessment of where you are privileged. Be honest. I mean, right. it, it isn't bad. God yeah. has... God has allowed me to be in a church where I can be ordained, to be in a community that got mad enough about Mm -hmm. what happened in their school that they're activated. I'm, I'm, that is a privilege that God has handed to me. I better do something. I better do something. I better get in some meetings. I better make some phone calls. I better do some, some new standing up because that's the invitation. It's not a forced thing. It's an invitation. Yeah. Right. Am I saying that right? No, you said you're good. You're good. It's it's good. It's good. I'm just, I'm just, I have so many thoughts right now because I'm thinking even back to, I don't know if you've heard of Jackie Reese. Um, She's out of Texas. Um, Without an E on the end, R-E-E-S? R-E-E-S-E. That's maybe not who I'm thinking of Oh, okay. R-E-S-S. Okay. No, I have to look her up though. But yeah, she's um I actually Lindsay and I, I think Lindsay is the one that told me about it. We took Bible studies um oh, wow. in Austin, Texas with yeah. her. Um and she focuses in on, you know, really um empowering women um in leadership through the church. And um and so she was some of the ones because once this started coming up in the spaces that I was in, uh-huh. I still was just like, oh, I don't see the problem, <laughs> you know, like, look, look. but I wanted to be able to theologically, like, yeah, you know, yeah. Person. but I'm just That's like, right. uh, like, uh, God ain't said, I don't know what you're talking about. Get out of my face. <laughs> That's that right. My, that you got to have a better answer than that. Yeah. That was yeah, my yeah, theological yeah. view. That sounds crazy. <laughs> half of the church, like, <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> so that don't even sound right, you know. Um, right. But, um, but yes, I was just thinking about that and um, I, I've been following that. Now, we have a diverse community of listeners yeah. um, and we share many different faiths. So we have people from different theological backgrounds. Um, we, you know, Be the Bridge is not an institution, you know, yeah. we're faith-based, but we have people in the Catholic church, the, you know, yeah. um, Episcopalian church and all non-denominational. <laughs> yeah. And so I want to start, you were, you've been doing something since January and you yeah. actually have been doing it for years. I've, cause I've heard you talk about yeah. through the gospels, um, yeah. you know, all like on your podcast and different things like that. And, um, I wanted to talk a little bit, you know, why is it, why do you feel like reading through the gospel is a significant thing that follows of Jesus um, yeah. should do? Because I, I just really believe that followers of <laughs> of Jesus. I just feel yeah. like Chris is not reading their Bible. That's I'm it. Sorry. I mean, that's it. Like, we cannot be reading the same text because mm-hmm. those outcomes that I'm seeing and the things that people right. are saying, I'm like, that don't even sound like uh-huh. Jesus. And I, and yes. I think the gospel's like, you, you know, when you read the gospels, you know what, what Jesus sounds like, what Jesus says, how Jesus moves. Like you just know 
And so mm-hmm. why do you think that's important for followers of Jesus? Yeah, I mean, it makes me think of food uh, competitions that you watch yeah. where everybody's cooking the same thing. And you're uh-huh. like, how did y'all have the same ingredients right. and end up with such different things? You know? <laughs> right, yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. And it's because they didn't read the recipe. That's okay, how. Okay. They didn't Ooh, read the recipe. That's so good. Um, and so, uh, you know, for me, Tasha, it started in 2019 for me. At the end of the year, our pastor at Crosspoint, Pastor Kevin, said, you need a plan and a place. If you really mm. want to read the Bible, you need a plan and a place. And I thought, okay, well, I can read the Bible in a year, but by February 21st, I'm done. I'm, I'm <laughs> off. I'm off enough days that I'll never get back. Right. I'm like, well, I'll try again next year, right? right. <laughs> so I was like, I need something shorter than a year, something that I can be successful at. Right. And so I thought, what if I, what if the first month of 2020, what if I read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John? Yeah. And if there's 89 chapters, so if you read three a day, you get them done in 30 days. Right. And so I thought, okay, I'll try that. I'll, do. And I finished and I was like, well, that was cool. And again, because of my privilege at speaking English, uh-huh. we have the Bible in multiple versions. Right. And so, and because I had multiple versions in my house, which a lot of people don't, I switched to a different version. I thought, I'll do it right. again in February. Yeah. And I was like, well, this is awesome. I'm really, and so for the whole year, I looped through the gospels yeah. for every 30 days. Yeah. And by mid spring, I started talking about it on social media and people started jumping in with me and they were like, Hey, this is kind of changing my life to read the same thing over and mm-hmm. over again. Mm-hmm. And, and so that's why the practice is what it is, is like jump in. And so for 2020, 2021 and 2022, we just printed out plans and we're like, you can go to my website and download a plan and you yeah. can read. And then this year I was like, as, as last year was ending, we thought we should, we should do something with this. Like yeah. we should do something auditorily for people who are podcasty mm-hmm. people. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I can read it. And, and I, when I tell you in January, we said, this is going to be so much work. We're <laughs> releasing a podcast every day for a year. And it's three chapters. So it's like 20 minutes. I have to yeah. read three to four days a couple of times a week. So it's yeah. an hour and a half of reading. Uh-huh. I was like, by May, this is going to be really hard. And I'm here to tell you, <laughs> it is very hard. We are in May and it is very it's hard. Very- <laughs> and and we still love it. I still yeah. see something new almost every time, Tasha. Yeah. And so, I mean, when when Jesus says... And Jesus, he the stuff he says is not easy. It's not. That's one of our biggest takeaways, the three mm. of us. So I read it. My uh, engineer, Craig, sits in here and my COO, Ashley, sits in here mm-hmm. and in the studio with me. And mm-hmm. they, they check every word. So I'm also yeah. like, then they went to Bethany and they're like, then she went to Bethany. I'm like, then she <laughs> went to Bethany. I mean, like, because we're trying so hard to honor the translations that we're reading and to right. make sure we're honoring God in it. But man, I'll be like, my goal is a perfect chapter. I've never done a perfect chapter. I've read, I'm reading June right now. Uh-huh. And so I'm on my sixth read of ver- out loud reading the gospels. And I have yet to do a perfect chapter. Oh I think God. today might be my day, Tasha. But <laughs> today's gonna be- um, yeah, today I'm, I'm oh feeling good about goodness. it. But it's just been really special because when Jesus says, uh-huh. love your neighbor as yourself, mm. like that... What if we just loved God and loved our neighbors? Yeah. Then all your questions about diversity based on race or sexuality or or yeah. Protestant or Catholic or whether they love God or not. Yeah. Jesus didn't say love your Christian neighbors yeah. as yourself. Showed it. <laughs> and so and so it just changes everything when yeah. you have to read that every day or when yeah. you see it or hear it every day. Yes. And you go, man, you know what people aren't gonna like? You know what Christians aren't gonna like? When I love everybody. Yeah. Yeah. People aren't going to like when we love everybody, Tasha. And yeah. I'm not doing it perfectly. I, yeah. You know, yeah. How, where is truth and love and where is mm-hmm. justice? And, you know, yeah. I don't know. But I know that we are, I know that, I know that what Jesus is saying to us. So I love the rest of the Bible. It's yeah. all 100% true. I have found that if you do Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John a few times over and over again, yeah. whether you want to read it or you want to listen to me read it on the Let's Read the Gospels podcast, if you do it over and over again, it changes you. We say you hear us say it a lot. Yeah. You don't have to be in the Gospels every day to be changed, but every day you're in the Gospels will change you. Yes. And that's yes. true. It's just true. And it, and I've been following along. I like you. You read it. She reads. And then at the end, she says a little prayer. And that's it. That's it. And my, my, um, my best friend, Lynette, said, she said, it's something I don't know. She said, because I um, sent it to her and she, yeah. oh, she's doing it also. And she said, it's, I don't know, but it's a powerful 
about hearing a woman read the scriptures. That's what she told so me. So many people have said that, Tasha, because that. all the audio books of yeah. the Bible are dudes. Yeah. And I had never realized that, but people have I didn't said that so much. I didn't much. pay attention to it until she said it. And I was like, yeah, oh, I didn't know are. that either. Yeah. And yeah. it's really funny too, because other people who don't have my personality type, like I'm a, you know, this, I'm a, I identify as an Enneagram seven. Yeah. I am an extrovert. <laughs> and, right. and there are people who are like, hey, my personality is so different from you. I've never heard Jesus say it like that. Mm, mm. And I'm like, oh, I didn't realize he was saying it like that. I'm just reading, you know? Yeah. And so that's the other cool thing is people have heard, people read it in their own language and their yeah. own yeah. personality. Right. right. And so to hear another friend of theirs, a female friend of theirs, read it in her personality, just asks the question, how did Jesus say that? Yeah, yeah. Did he say it like Annie saying it? Or yeah. did he say it like I hear it in my head? Yeah. And I, I think, you know what? I just, it just dawned on me too. Like, it may be good, like, to even listen to the Bible in a different language. Oh, to help interesting. To re really respect that culture and just to yeah. see that God is moving and and operating and and yeah, and saving and people are thriving like in other cultures, you know. That's and a it great idea. Points it from you know our Western eyes. You know, I just had that. Yep. You know, I think that was Jesus just speaking just now. But I think uh, so know. too. Because here's what we know. Like, let's talk about speaking in tongues. Yeah. Right? I mean, we can like go. Oh my gosh! Yeah. There, I, the the idea we have. Yeah. Yeah. That we're going to get to heaven and everybody's going to speak English exactly. is laughable. It's it laughable. Is laughable. It is English laughable. is a late developed language. This yeah. is not an ancient language yeah. you and I are speaking. And so it, it, it just is, it's the same as like, I, I, I say to my friends a lot when we're talking about stuff like this, we're like, man, we're going to get to heaven. And we're going to be like, he's here. Yeah. She's here. <laughs> And then you're going to be, yeah. someone else is going to look at me and be like, she's here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, cause Jesus is real clear. Like yeah. he's the way, the truth and the life. And, and he is our direct connection to eternal life. Yeah. He's it. Yeah. And there are a lot of people I don't agree with who love Jesus. And there are yeah. a lot of people who don't speak English who love Jesus. Yeah. And we're going to get up there and be like, or over there, wherever it is. We're going to be like, oh, I don't speak English anymore. <laughs> yeah. Revelation 7, 9. Like, you know, like you, Every one you of look them. at that and you, and, and I think that's the thing, you know, reading the Bible through our Western eyes, there's a book, um, it's reading the Bible through our Western eyes. And then there's one yes. reading the Bible through our individualistic eyes. And that Oof. was, um, a book in, in my, um, hermeneutics class and, um, seminary yeah. that we, you, you read. And so that oh. is really something because it really changes your perspective and how we think and that the Bible was written in Eastern yep. culture, not in Western culture. Yes. And so those yes. things mean something. But one of the things, um, I want to say, um, so much of Jesus' ministry was spent with people who were marginalized or, and outcasts. Oh, yes. Um, how has reading the Gospels again and again illuminated God's heart for justice in your life? Oh, gosh, Tasha. I, I mean, the, the thing that stresses me out when I read uh -huh. it is I'm like, you know who I'd be? The Pharisee. <laughs> yeah. Like, because that's the thing. Jesus yeah. goes and he's with people. I, I love the part where uh -huh. Jesus says that you saw John the Baptist and you thought he was this, and then you and and you saw me and thought I was a drunkard. Yeah, like because mm -hmm. of who I'm hanging out with, mm -hmm. and 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 so for me, what has interested me is the more Jesus focused on the people who are marginalized, the yes. more the church people gathered around that, yes. mm -hmm. and they were not supportive. They are they right. killed him over it, right? Yeah. And so we get this. I get this opportunity to go like, okay, if I if Jesus is over there. And, and I'm drawn over there. How can I be a part, mm. not be against, you know? Mm. So how do I be a part of what he's doing? Yeah. And I mean, he's not playing when he says, I was hungry and you didn't feed me. Yes. Yeah. I was in prison and you did yes. not help me. I needed clothes. And you yes. did. I mean, every time I read it, Tasha, I'm like, Am I helping anybody? Have I fed anybody? I think, Have I given I still, anybody water? I just want to post every day. Just post that scripture, Matthew 25. I just want to post it. Yes. Just marinate on this light because like, I mean, just even reading the red letters, like it's, yes. it's, I think it, it changes you. It shapes you. That's why I know people are not reading it. Like, yeah, you, you can't. Well, they may be reading it with their eyes, oh, yeah, but they true. are you know unwilling to change their, change their heart mm. around the words they have seen. Mm. And so, and, and, but man, I, it's, it, it, and it, I mean, it just stresses me out. Not in like a real stress, but like, you're like, man, I, I do not want to spend my life on something. And then Jesus go like, I, di I didn't know you. Mm. 
because you didn't you didn't serve you you thought they were people who didn't matter and so you mm. didn't serve them and and I I told you to serve them you know yeah and so it is it is having eyes for that and ears for that and man yeah. I mean I cannot tell you how many times we'll finish recording a day and we'll all three sit here and be like it is hard to follow Jesus yeah it is hard yeah. to follow Jesus it is it is and it is it's not co- culturally costly. easy it's yes. costly yes it's, it's uncomfortable. And, you know, and I always, when I, when I, when I teach, I, I ask this question, I was like, when was Jesus comfortable? Listen, like that poor guy, point. John the Baptist gets killed. His first cousin who mm-hmm. he has been pals with straight through yeah. gets killed. He hears that he pulls away by himself to grieve and he cannot get there before there's a crowd. And it says, and he had compassion on him and mm-hmm. healed him. I'm like, that poor man did not mm-hmm. get to grieve alone like he needed to before mm-hmm. the people needed him again. And he went, okay, mm-hmm. okay. And we don't know, did he have an hour? Did he at least get 30 minutes? Yeah, I don't know, yeah, but yeah. but he, I mean, he, he suffered long before his crucifixion. Whoo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank Say God that. for Jesus, right? I mean, how are, how about this? Listen, here's I, this will just blow yeah. your mind. Let's do a little theology. You're the seminary okay. student. I'm I'm just getting no, started no, in that no, world. No. But <laughs> how about when I'm when <laughs> in Genesis? Yeah, that's right. In Genesis, God created mm-hmm. the spirit hovered over the water. Yeah. Where was Jesus? Because it says, "In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and in Him all things were made." Yeah. What? He was right there. He was right there. Right there. But was he Jesus in the body that he had? I don't know. This is what I love about the Bible. We'll never get to the bottom. We'll never get to the bottom. This is like Aladdin. You know in Aladdin when the jaw is open of that um, and and he has to go in and there's all that gold? Uh I'm Uh like, that is us with the Bible. Yeah. When when we open that thing and we go in, there is more gold than we will ever be able to spend. And so then you're like, where was Jesus? What did Jesus do with the... God is spirit, you know, God is flesh, you know, you know, all of that. Like, it's like the Trinity. That's when you, right. Really. Okay. Here's another one. Our friends, our friends are going to be like, Annie, stop it. But (laughs) Jesus says in Matthew, we just read this yesterday and we were all like, what? He says, the 12 of you will sit with me and judge the 12 tribes. Mm. Does that include Judas? Because he said it when Judas was sitting in the room. He said, the 12 of you yes. sit with me and judge, and judge the, the 12. 12 tribes. What? Uh. But then Judas, then Jesus says, it had been better if you, the one who betrays me wasn't born. Yeah. And Judas kills himself. Yeah, yeah. So maybe, maybe, maybe in that moment, <laughs> that's some stuff. That's some that's stuff, some stuff. That you like. Let me look that up in <laughs> Let me hear like, that in Spanish. I need to listen like, to that in another language. Yeah. I know. Like, so, but the, oh, yeah. that's the fun part, right? Because yes. then what I'm going to do tomorrow morning in my quiet time is get my phone out and open Blue Letter Bible and read what that said in Greek. I mean, yeah. I don't know how to read Greek, but read yeah, what that it, said it in really Greek. Said, exactly. Yes. Exactly. And go like, wait, in English, Jesus just said, all 12 of them will yeah. judge and right. sit by him. Right. But, but then we know. Judas. Yeah. How about that? Oh my God. And so I said, when we're sitting here talking about it and Ashley, who's my COO says, if that is true, that is the most extraordinary grace. Mm. And I thought, man, that's, that's what Jesus would do. I don't know. We don't know. But he even knew, he even knew about the betrayal. Like he knew. Can you imagine having someone on your team that you knew was going to be the death of the actual death of you? Was on your and 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 Jesus knew Judas was stealing before anybody yeah, else knew. Yeah, I mean that's still. Do you watch the chosen? Feet, and I keep saying feet because I'm like feet, yes, and those, they wore sandals. Like yes. so, just imagine. And, so. and at that point, Judas already had the money in his pocket. Yeah, mm. and you're like, man, Jesus, I, there ain't nobody like you. Mm. There ain't nobody like you. I will give you my life because yeah. you did. Because if I was Judas, you'd have done the same for me. Mm. And every time I've been Judas, you've done the same for me. Mm. And and. I wish I wasn't so much like Peter, but I've got my Judas moments too. Right? <laughs> right? So I want to be like Nathaniel Peter. who's just like, you're Peter. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm, I am so Peter. It is shameful most oh of the time. I'm like, I, I'm always I, like, y'all, we got to be more sympathetic to Peter. They're like, what about Paul? I'm like, no, he's, bo- he's bossy. He's bossy. Well, y'all go read the letters. I'm sticking the gospels. <laughs> I need to see like who, who, who I identify the most with. 
Listen, because that's the question is when like, we get to I'll heaven, do. who are you going to schedule coffee with first? Yeah. Because I'm like, y'all can all hang out with Paul. I'll catch him in the se- in the back half yeah, yeah, of yeah. eternity. Y'all go <laughs> right. hang out with Paul. I'm I'm looking for Peter. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm looking for Phoebe. Who, yeah. Okay. Who read the book of Romans, to, okay. the letter to the Romans. I want to mm, meet Phoebe. Mm. Who do you want to meet? After and Jesus, of course. Probably. Let's see. Probably. Probably Luke. Oh, that's you a know, great answer. Um, and then such a faithful researcher. I, <laughs> right? Yeah. He just and, so faithful. And then um if I if I go into the um Old Testament, you know, Deborah, but then this this always this story that stands out to me. Um, uh-huh. JL, like the woman who drove that pen, like right. I, I'm like, I want to meet that woman. Like yes. she took a, a tip pen. Do you know how big a tip pen? Is? <laughs> like straight through. Pin. I'm yeah. like, who is she? Like, uh huh, uh huh. So, so, That's right. Yeah. So we that, need to meet her early so we keep her on our good side. Yes, you know what I'm she's saying. An, she's an oh. early reservation. I'd like right. to have with her. Yeah. I always say, I said, some. I said, I tell people, I said, some of you, um, gonna get to heaven. And you know you're gonna see Jesus, and you're gonna be like, "Uh oh!" <laughs> like, like, I would say, say, you know, because we talk about this diverse, well, yeah. really, like, like really countering that that image of you know, like white Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Eastern. Co- so I do that to kind of like challenge people in our yes. thinking process. And I know I've had to challenge myself in that um, th- thinking process. When Have you, you ever Googled what they think David looked like? No, but I would want to know. They, so there, because he's described as ruddy. Yeah, there's and because his oh, I'm gonna get this wrong. One of his parents oh, yeah, yeah. came. Want to meet him too? Yeah, fr- yeah, for real. One so, of his parents came from closer to Africa. Yeah. So when you Google what he looks like, he's light skinned black man oh. with with like red hair. And oh, br- I yeah. mean, it is. I mean, they, they don't know. I've heard but, about you know, the just, red. Yeah. But I but that's why I was like, I think we're going to be like, uh, oh, so that's why you, I tell people you yes. better get it right on this side. Yeah, like, that's right. Get it right on this side. Like get as unsurprised yeah. as much as yes. you can on what's coming. <laughs> exactly. Figure out as much here so you're less surprised. Because the exactly. animals, we're gonna be shocked about the animals. Oh my we're God. Gonna, there's so much we're gonna be shocked about that we don't know. But the diversity of heaven, we can be unsurprised about. Yes, that. exactly. Right. Yeah, right. that's right. Yeah, what you are, need to Google D- David because it's I really it's Google cool. It. What like, some like, of, that's the first cool. thing I'm gonna do when we get off this thing. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I gotta see that. I gotta see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay, so I know. Um, you know, the last question, and then we're going to have one, um, I, I have this final question for you. Perfect. Um, what, you know, when we talk about the, the cultural climate that's happening right now, you know, mm-hmm. how do you feel like, I know for me, reading through the gospels has, has helped because yeah. I understand what Jesus is saying, what he's doing. And I know that this, what I'm seeing is a counterfeit, you know, yeah, how right. do you feel like this can really, um, give hope to the current um, climate? Well, you know, when people that work at a bank start, Uh when they sit them all down and teach them about counterfeit money, Mm. they don't show them fake money. They make Mm. them practice counting with real money. Mm. Because the more you feel the real money, the more you're able to tell what isn't true and what isn't real. And so for me, the more I plug into what is true, the more the... So I went to a concert a couple of weeks ago Uh and and it's people are... It was fun. People Uh are loving it. It's a very fun concert. And I had a real like something in right in this. Mm. And and nothing against the artist. I mean, I'm not going to even do any of that. But yeah. But yeah. because I spend my life in the Gospels, uh-huh. I actually can sniff out when something feels sideways faster mm. than I could four years ago. Mm. And it, it may have been me off that night. It may have been someone I was sitting near. It may have been something that the guy sang. But mm. something made me go, this isn't exactly... I don't. I, I guess it brought a question to me, Tasha, where I went, when I'm at shows like this and I'm participating and I'm singing along, do I realize what I'm doing? Mm. Am I paying attention to what I'm doing culturally and spiritually? Mm. And I think so. That's how I know. That's how I'm practicing paying attention to counterfeit culture. 
Mm. is I'm spending a ton of time in true culture by staying in the scriptures and I'm paying attention when something feels off instead of going, Mm. oh, it's fine. Don't be dumb. You're, you're, you just have a headache or, you know, don't let it go. Everybody loves it. You're being weird. No, that's Mm. what someone would say to bank. They got a hundred dollar bill that they thought it felt funny Mm -hmm. and everybody else like, it's fine. It's fine. And then they test it and it's not real. Yeah. And so we have to trust ourselves too. So stay in scripture and trust yourself when something feels sideways. Mm, and you can t- look, and you can give me the real tea after we, um, after we <laughs> with pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> and my last question um, for you, Annie, as we close, like, what is something that's bringing you hope in this moment? Mm. What is something that's bringing you hope? I know what you're lamenting because typically that's a question, yeah. but I know we yeah. already talked about yeah. what you're lamenting right now. Yeah. Um, but what is bringing you hope? What is bringing me hope? I um. We're doing this thing, Tasha, in the month. I don't know when the show comes out. Does it come out soon? I have no idea. <laughs> great, great, great. It doesn't matter. It's not like it's going to ruin anything, but I just didn't know if it was already I have happening. No idea. I so, you know, I think um, it's in July. I think it's in July. Okay, great. Yeah. Perfect. So, in the month of June, on That Sounds Fun, we did a whole month on dating on the mm. podcast oh. because the climate around dating in Christianity is really sour. Mm. It's really sour. And so here's what's giving me hope, Tasha, is the other day I got online and 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 we just want to teach singles how to pray and, oh. and to pray with hope. Okay. And so I got online and I said, hey, listen, um, if you're single, can I have your email address? I'm not selling anything. I just want to tell you something. I saw it. Yeah. I just want to <laughs> tell you something. And we thought 500 fun. people, I'll wow. send it to you. We thought 500 people would sign up in a week and we were really excited about that. What? And we are three days in at 11,000 email addresses, Tasha. There are 11,000 Christian men and women who are not married yet that are saying, can someone help us? Can someone give us something? that list and create a date nap. Just <laughs> a date nap, yeah. That's, I think that's what people thought we were doing is know, making a know, dating app. But I'm like, so no, good. I'm actually Who, doing better for you. <laughs> I'm doing it. better for you. I am getting you engaged with the God of the mm. universe because so when, when the enemy is so allowed insane. to steal our hope, when he can steal hope, that is like an open door to ruin other parts of your life. Mm. And so I'm coming around him and I'm going, hey, listen, me too. Me wow. too. I'm in the same boat you're in and we are going to hope. Mm. We are going to be people who have hope. And Romans 5 says, you know, like it's your sufferings that produce perseverance yeah. and your perseverance builds your character and your character gives you hope. It's not yeah. a fruit of the spirit. It's not free. Mm. But it, I have a lot of hope right now because I'm watching people who needed hope look for it. Mm. And I go, okay, good, good. Mm. Let's get them. Maybe I need 11, to be on that list. Put yourself, let me... Put yourself you on know, that list. I think my and we're pride not gonna make got you do anything weird. My pride, yeah, my we're not going to make you do anything weird. It is literally, <laughs> and I'll, I'll tell you, we're tracing Psalm 1-3. Okay. Psalm 1-3 is, I'm going to say she because we're both females. Mm. She is a tree planted mm. by a river whose fruit mature in season, whose mm. leaves never wither, mm. and everything she touches prospers. And I'm like, we're Amen. praying that we're Amen. having 11,000 men and women pray those four oh things down goodness. on their own lives. And we're going to see what God can do and what, what, how, mm. how much ground the enemy can lose this summer because people are praying that they'd be planted by a river, that their fruit would bloom in season, that the leaves would never wither and that they would, everything they would touch would prosper. Mm. That's a prayer. Let's go, right? Let's That's go. why she ordained y'all. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. No, no. I love it. I love it. Oh my goodness. No. I love you. So Thank you for good. the work you do, Tasha. I, I am know. I am such a better person because you're my friend. And oh my goodness. I thank you for you. your grace and your kindness and your teaching. And I'm just really thankful for you. Do you remember when I said across we had when you interviewed me about yeah. my book and when you were talking and I was like, wait a minute. What? <laughs> wait a minute. We had to stop you- the podcast. <laughs> You're like, you're at 1619 Project? <laughs> what? <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. You know about that book? Wait a minute. What happened? <laughs> I know. I know. Nah, You've been teaching me ever since. Yeah. I'm grateful. I'm so grateful for you. You keep up the beautiful work and um, we'll be in contact. I want to get on yeah. that list now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Pray with us. Yeah, that's I love right. it. I love it. Okay, you guys. That is... Friend. 
the Reverend Eddie Downs. I had to say that. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. I love it. Love it. Thanks for listening to the Be The Bridge podcast. To find out more about the Be The Bridge organization and or to become a bridge builder in your community, go to bethebridge.com. Again, that's bethebridge.com. If you've enjoyed this podcast, remember to rate and review it on this platform and share it with as many people as you possibly can. You can also connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Today's show was edited, recorded, and produced by Trayvon Potts at Integrated Entertainment Studios in Metro Atlanta, Georgia. The host and executive producer is Latasha Morrison. Lauren C. Brown is the senior producer. And transcribed by Sarah Knatzer. Please join us next time. This has been a Be The Bridge production.